Bienvenida to the Latina Business Coach Podcast. I'm Jessica, your host, founder of Femina Society for Latina Entrepreneurs, mentor, and business strategist. This podcast is for you if you have a massive desire to be successful and you know you have crazy potential, but you're still wondering why you're not where you want to be or even how to get started. The thing that you're missing, it's called strategy. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this podcast because, Mija, you're trying to build an empire and you just need someone to tell you how. Lista? Let's go. Thank you guys so much for making time for another episode of Latina Business Coach Podcast. I'm so freaking excited about today's episode because I'm going to be interviewing Melissa Anaya from Eat Drink AZ, who was raised here in the Valley of the Sun. She's a single mom running a business to show her two amazing kids, Blake and Madden, that as long as they hit the go button and just do, they'll always hit the finish line. But guess what? She's going to teach us the same lesson because what she does is something that I think a lot of women would want to do. Maybe you are really passionate about food or going out to eat or drinks and you just love that whole restaurant vibe. Well, so does my girl Melissa. She was able to take those passions with food and beverage brands in the Valley to serve up content and marketing strategies that leave their audience hungry for more as a food and beverage influencer. That is a thing, you guys. You can be a food and beverage influencer. So if you are passionate about food or maybe you just want to know a little bit more about how you can turn things that are maybe don't seem like they could be businesses, how can you turn that into a business? You definitely want to listen to Melissa's content, to her interview, as she's going to give us her main ingredients as to how she was able to find this niche in the market and freaking master it. Not only is she a food and beverage influencer, you guys, she literally built an entire marketing agency to make Arizona food and beverage brands sizzle on social media. She helps them with their engagement. She helps them with their brand strategy, clients, and loyalty. It's so amazing what she does. I'm, I'm all about it. Melissa? Hi, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited for today's interview because I don't know how I found you on social media, but I saw your account and then I saw that it was run by a Latina and I was like, I have to meet her. I want to connect with her. Um, and I think that you actually had reached out. Like, I think that was why I followed you. And then you ended up reaching out to me and you were like, Hey, I see that you work with Latina entrepreneurs and I'm a Latina entrepreneur. So let's connect. And so it just made sense to get together and um, just create a podcast, something that would allow you to share your story and then also just maybe inspire other women that are trying to start a business or maybe like that are wanting to get in the food and business restaurant industry. So just tell us about you. Tell us how you got here. Like what made you transition? In- yeah. So I was actually a stay-at-home mom for 13 years. <laughs> oh. and then the crash kind of happened. And one day my ex-husband was like, you got to get a job. And I was like, uh, well, what do I do? Like, I don't, I had always been like a bartender and uh, helped out with like the managers. And I was always really good at that when I was younger, but I was like, I've been a stay at home mommy going to the fitness club, my <laughs> like going to the mall, doing stroller strides. What do I do? Oh my God. Stroller strides. Have, yes. <laughs> I feel you. I'm like, I like to take long walks through Target with my coffee and my kids. I still have littles, a two and a three-year-old. So I feel you. Yeah. I love those days. They were, they were amazing. Uh, And then, um, so he was like, get a job. And I was like, okay, well, what do I do? 
So I started Googling companies that you could grow with if you never went to college, and one of them was Whole Foods. So I started off at Whole Foods, worked there for a pretty long time, and I had a good friend too, and she used to run uh, Coca-Cola. They're, uh, they have like different brands, so like Smart Water, Vitamin Water, all their field marketing. She was like, do you want to also be a brand ambassador? And I was younger then, so I was like, sure, I'll be a brand ambassador. That sounds fun. I was tinier then too, so I was like, let's do it. Throw me in those clothes and let's go rock it out. And it's crazy, but my ex-husband was like, I don't want you to do that. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he was like, I just don't want you out in the field. And he was kind of one of those guys. And I remember I had like this gut feeling and I was like, no, I'm going to do it. And I remember she had to call her by 7 p.m. She was like, you need to tell me tonight if you're going to do this or not. And he was looking at me and he was like, you're a mom. You need to be staying like at Whole Foods. And I remember I grabbed the phone and I was like, I'm going to do it. And so I did it. Hence, ex-husband. <laughs> and um, so then I was always really good at social media. I was one of those people that like coded on MySpace and I always geeked out like on all those things. They started a new field, which was NOS Energy Drink for the state of Arizona. And there was actually someone ahead of me that had been with the company for quite a few years. And they needed us to bring on MMA fighters for the NOS Energy drink brand. So I started tweeting to like all these UFC fighters in Arizona and they ended up responding to me to pretty much be sponsoring. And Coca-Cola hired me to run all of NOS Energy drink for the state of Arizona, which was an amazing position. Nice. And I kind of worked it up from there. So then I had that. And then I worked at Whole Foods. And I knew this guy there and I, since I had used to bartend, I was like, Hey, do you need any extra help in the bar area? And he was like, yeah, sure. Come on over. So I started working with him and we were, cause Whole Foods has bar. So he whispers in my ear one day and he says, Hey, do you want to come work with me? I'm going to open a restaurant called the Perch Pub and Brewery in Chandler. And I was like, sure. Like, okay, I'll do that. So long story short, uh, Coca-Cola kind of ended up ending their whole activation. So I went full-time as bar manager at the Perch Pub and Brewery. Well, they were so green. They didn't have anyone running their marketing. So I said, I'll do it. I'll come in. I'll learn it. So I started teaching myself Google, started running their Facebook page. I did their events. Um, and then I met my partner actually through NOS because we were targeting MMA so he was one of the people that I had met through there. And he was such an amazing inspiration helping me kind of get to that next level. So here I am, a bar manager. Also, by the way, newly divorced. So let me just say, I was a single mom with two kids doing bar managing, um, marketing, like whatever I could to bring in money. Still kept my one day at Whole Foods. A year later, he's like, leave, like start a company. And I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I could do that. I was like, uh, I kind of like my paycheck. Scared, terrified. And he was real pushy, but in a good way, not like a crazy way. He believed in me. So I still remember it was October and leaving the perch and giving in my notice. And I remember waking up the next day feeling sick to my stomach and like wanting to throw up because I had no idea how you make money or even where to begin. And I never even even fathomed the thought of ever running a business. So he was huge in helping me kind of get to like those next levels. And then we kind of just put all of our strong suits together, which was 
field marketing and events. So we called our company Jam 7. We offered seven services and kind of just took anything we could to like bring in money. I love that Jam 7. That's so cool. Listen, what I really love that you just said right now is that you just like, you decided and then you're like, okay, I'm going to take on this role that I don't know a lot of things about, but now I have to learn them. And I think that's so huge is like a lot of times as women, like we just, we feel like we don't know, we don't want to take that leap because we don't know all of the next steps yet. Like we don't want to take the first step because we don't know what's after that. Um, or we want to know it all, right? We just want to be perfectionists. And I can relate to that a lot too. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to start a business. Well, I guess I should learn that now. I need to learn that skill. I need to start learning Google and social media, right? And you just go acquiring those skills that really like I always say you know in Spanish it says like everything in life you can learn yeah I love that you just decided to you know you could have just stayed at Whole Foods and and done the whole thing and and been a Whole Foods mom like you said but then you just totally went out and I love that story okay so then you guys started Jam 7 and then what happened so then one of the biggest clients we got still to this day we're sitting at Whole Foods having a beer and he goes hey I I remember you work for Nos. Can you hire some brand ambassador? I was brand ambassadors. I was like, yeah, no problem. It's easy. I was like, how many are we talking? It's like, I don't know a few ended up meeting with the head of AB and Bev, which is the largest alcohol distributor in the world. Ended up meeting with them here locally in Arizona. And he's like, we're going to need you to hire about 35 to 40. And I was like, um, okay. And he's like, we want you to run all of goose Island and some of obviously uh, Hensley for the state of Arizona. So we said yes, and we figured out a way to do it. And that lasted about a year. And it was crazy because when you work with distributors and alcohol distributors, you're not getting paid for like 30, 60 days out. We had to front all this money. So I pulled out loans and I borrowed from friends that had money and I had, you know, obviously they wanted interest and all these things, but we said yes. And we figured out a way. So then we're doing that. We're doing events. We're doing all these other crazy things. And then he kind of started focusing more on MMA. And I started getting restaurant clients. And I started really liking social media. But I didn't really feel fulfilled with the other area and other services that we were offering. So like two years later, I kind of said, I want to I wanna solely focus on restaurants. And he wasn't real thrilled about that because we were a partner and we were kind of like a team. Again, I'm kind of that person. I went with my stomach and I said, look at, if you're not going to let me do what I want to do, then I'm going to start my own LLC. We can keep the one that we created together, but I want to fuel what I love to do. And I don't feel that that's fair. So, and it caused a lot of relationship issues, but I went for it. I was like, I don't, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm going to do something I love. How did you feel like, well, I love that you were like, sorry, I'm doing this anyway. Right. Like you feel that intuition, that calling. And I'm so big on that too. Right. Like your intuition. When you said, I'm going to focus on restaurants. Like, did you feel like there was a big, like a gap for you, like a gap in the market? Did you see there was a need or like what, what called you to it? It was all I really ever knew. I did it when I was younger. I was like a hostess, a, a, then a, a, obviously then a server, then a bartender. And then as I got older, I was a marketing manager for them and a bar manager. So it was just something that I, and I've always been a foodie, yeah. right? So that was another big part of it. I loved everything about, and it was kind of 
the only thing I knew is like my college. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. You're just like, yeah, I've always loved. And, and when we were looking to start businesses, we're always like, okay, well, what do I love to do? And I love that you said that you're like, well, I'm a foodie. How can I turn this into a business where it's something that I love to do, but then also still see the income potential in it. Yeah. So then I only knew the front end of Facebook and Instagram wasn't big yet. So the clients that I was working with, we were just doing posting literally like no ads. It was just regular posting. And I kept watching YouTube and seeing stuff and seeing other ads. And I was like, there's something more than just the posting, right? Like there, I got into ads and I was like, holy crap, there's this whole back end of Facebook and Instagram that like, I never knew. And I tried to teach it to myself. And, and I'm like, I'm wasting way too much time trying to figure this out. So I went on Craigslist and I typed in Facebook expert. And I found this girl and I asked her to teach me the back end in like two weeks because I was like, I'm not going to waste my time doing it anymore. And she, we met at the hotel Palomar like two, three times a week. And she taught it to me and I added it on to all my clients, probably within like the next 30 days and up to my income. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. You're such an action taker. It's just a spirit that's within you that you're like, dang, I got to learn this and quick. All right, quick. How do I? Like, I've been trying to teach myself this for a long time, but I'm losing too much time. And I just, I love you said you wanted to bring in an expert. And I don't know if you kind of know a little bit about my journey, but my background is just as a multi-passion entrepreneur, I was never good at one thing. I was like, I'm a multitasker. I'm good at a lot of things, right? And I have all these different businesses. But what really changed the game for me was really getting clear on one thing and just becoming an expert at that. And so that's what I teach my clients and all of them and listening is just to get really clear and focused on one thing. And when you're growing that business, anything that's a, that comes up, that's not in your zone of genius, right? Like you have mm -hmm. this for yourself and what you're growing and you know, you want to add Facebook ads, but you're like, that is way outside of like what I actually care about. I'm going to spend too much energy on it. Let me bring an expert in. You yep. Pretty much added it on to all of my clients and then started getting more kind of recognized for restaurants and started getting more and more clients. And as I was like hitting up these restaurants, it was, everything was still like jam seven, jam seven. And restaurants don't want to be pitched to. They get pitched to people walk in their doors trying to sell them booze and a thousand different things. And so I was like, you know what? And I was running Facebook ads too for it and Instagram. And I was like, you know what? everything has a funnel. And I was like, what if I become the trusted source for restaurants? And I had owned my own equipment at the time. And my boyfriend at the time was like, get on camera. And that was his expertise was being on radio and broadcasting. So I was like, will you be my coach? Will you shoot me? He was like, yeah, absolutely. So he shot all my first videos. I learned Adobe Premiere enough so that when I hired the right people, I knew what I wanted in the videos. When I was going to get to that next level. And I've also seen bigger foodie influencers. And I was like, well, how do I know? Like, maybe this was a stepping stone to like me being a personality. Like maybe it opens the door to have a bigger agency, but I was like, they both go hand in hand. So I'm going to play with both of them. And so I started getting on video and just, I was so nervous and it was so hard to get on camera. I, I think my first video shoot was like nine hours long. The guy was like, Is, are you guys stuck? Right. Like, oh my God. It would. Yeah. So, I mean, and I just kept perfecting it and taking improv and getting better and watching Guy Fieri and like, and just trying to perfect the system. And then the more I did it and the more, cause I was like, just keep booking, just keep booking. 
and keep doing it because the more you do something, the more you get comfortable, right? The more you get better. And then all of a sudden, what ended up happening is it created that rising tide. I now, people know me as a food vlogger, so the restaurants invite me in and I come in as a food vlogger. Once I build that trust and they don't, I obviously don't talk about business minus like what I'm doing to promote their restaurant. Once I get past that and they like me, I then talk to them about social media. And I was like, I don't know if you know what we actually do. And then from there, it's easy. So genius. I love that you said that you're like, I think I just need to become the funnel. I need to create this like vibe where I'm not a threat. People like me, they know me, they trust me. Then they start inviting me to do other things. So I, I feel that like for me too, like, um, uh, like with, I have a women's group, it's called Femina, it's here in Arizona. So it's a society for Latin entrepreneurs and we have events, we have workshops, we just have happy hours where people can come and it's literally like we hang out, we, everyone wants to go and meet, make friends. Right. And it opens up that awareness part of the funnel for people to get to know you that they get to start evaluating you. Like, what do you do? They get to know. Right. And then that will lead into doing business. Maybe they, realize I have a course or that I can, you know, teach them on certain things. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's such a genius tactic. And I'm like, when you said that, I was like, that's kind of what I'm doing too. Like just kind of coming from different angles and really just building that audience. Along like my journey, I created different parts. So it just first started off with just do anything and everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel that. I know. I understand. Hopefully something sticks. Yes right? Because I'm that person, I'll dive into a thousand things to figure out what I like. It's kind of how I've always been. So then over time, I was like, okay, well, we have festivals, we have restaurants. I also don't have a big enough budget to keep paying a, a production company every time I want to shoot. And the way social media is kind of like converted is real is kind of better. So then I created a second part of it where I was like, I'm just going to go shoot on my gimbal, roll up to a restaurant, just me maybe the restaurant owner, maybe the food, whatever I want to do and just talk about the food. I also used part of like my marketing when I started the vlog. And the only reason why I vlogged is because I saw all the bigger foodies and people that have started it obviously years ago and before me. I kind of just took what was already being done. And I was like, hey, well, no one's on camera. And I actually have a gift of gab. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you go and then you're like, what, what have I learned throughout all these years? And then you realize there's this gap. You're like, they're doing it. They're kind of doing what I'm doing, but they're not adding this implement and they're not adding this. And I know how to do that. Right. And so just adding the skills that you do know how to do, you don't know how to do, you don't need to know how to do a lot of things, but the things you do know how to do, you just maximize on that. You capitalize on it. That's what makes you different. That's what you bring to the table. Do they pick your food or you get to pick what you want to eat or like what happens? Cause that sounds like so fun and dangerous at the same time. <laughs> my, like when I take my camera and it's just me, those are like the ones where they're just nonchalant. Cool. What are you guys offering? All right. Let me know what you want to do. Let's get some food. Let's get some drinks. Let's make it fun. Are you having any specials? And if they start depending, I mean, sometimes I'll run an ad on it just because, because I'm getting the growth off of their special too. So that's kind of cool. And then if it's my big production, then that's very different. If it's like part of my series, then it's it's all about like what I want and because I'm featuring you, I'm paying for it. So I'm picking the restaurant, I'm making sure I back it. 
on making sure like the items are something that look amazing on camera. So that, that part's a little bit different, but the more fun and like just chill part of it is taking my camera and running to the restaurants and shooting them. How are you always looking for places to go visit? Well, kind of the crazy part is, is that most restaurants are reaching out to me. I've always waited to like get to that point. And I'm so busy running like a small agency. I'm not ever really reaching out. The only time I really reach out is for my series or obviously if it's a campaign that I'm trying to do or right now, like during the pandemic. Other than that, my agency takes up majority of my time. I actually kind of say sometimes I'm like, because I'm so busy running the business side because the one thing that I've realized and even some of the biggest foodie influencers here is that my agency still makes more money than I'm seeing with the influence side. Cause a lot of times we're, it's like you, like women are thinking like, you know what, for example, I have a cousin who is like a major foodie. All she thinks about is like, like there's a new place that opens. She's there. They have all the specials. She knows them like, and then she goes and takes pics. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to maybe do something around that realm. Right. And so it's yeah. like, you create or how do you get inspired to do like wow this is something I'm really passionate about and maybe the Mexican mom in us would be like well that's not a business or that's not a thing right you can't just go to restaurants and get promote certain things but then it's 2020 and like you can like this literally is a business and there's so many different elements to it is what I realize is dabbing my hands in all of it for all of 2021 you're only picking one lane like I could, I would be like, Oh my God, do I want to vlog? Do I want to blog? Do I want to run the agency? Do I want to just review restaurants? Like do maybe I don't want to be on camera. Maybe I just want to be a foodie photographer. There's so many different like lanes of like the industry. Maybe someone wouldn't think was a business or something that you could turn into something successful. So that's why I love this story so much. And when I saw your Instagram, I was like, this is like a business. Like this is what she does. And she just creates content around becoming that trusted source, that food expert within even the vlogging community, but then also within restaurants themselves, like, hey, if we want to grow and promote our business, we know that we have to call Melissa. Yes, absolutely. Even if a restaurant, right, and this is also was my other way of thinking, can't pay for my agency, which obviously is the more costly part of it, then you have so many options that are affordable that now you can pay for me. So I'm in the door either way. So I'm either on the right or I'm on the left. Yeah, and honestly, that's something that I'm, I'm just so big on. And I think that's really a goal for a lot of people is just like, how can I become the absolute go-to person for this? And the best part is that it's such a it's such a niche thing for you. Like, it's so specific. I don't know anybody that does what you do. Um, like, when you're just so consistent with it and you keep showing up and you over-deliver and you're just doing the most, like you build that brand and you just from the outside looking in, we're like, dang, you are anything food and beverage. I'm like, okay, you guys got to call her. Right. So that's like the ultimate goal for, I think every business is if you want X, you, you have to go to her. If you want Z, oh man, I know somebody for that. Right. And I think that's so great with tailoring and creating stuff for your clients to become the authority in their industry. So pretty much I would say my rule of thumb that I've always go done is that I always say go and I figure it out along the way. I just know that I want to. And then I just say, all right, let's do it. And I don't stop until I can't go any further. Cause I feel like we're overthinkers and we'll 
we'll stop ourselves before we even start. hundred percent, hundred percent. So that's always been big for me. Um, say, go figure it out along the way. Uh, that's kind of like my saying that I always say. And then if you're in the food and you love food and you're trying to figure out what you love to do, look at what you do with food. Are you cooking? Are you taking photos? Are you doing videos of it? Are you passionate about the restaurant owners? Are you passionate about the history of the restaurants? Are you more about the people and having them have a great customer service uh, dining experience? So whatever you're involved in, take whatever you're most passionate about, narrow it down, and then see what opens up in like that realm. I would say is narrow it down to what you like, right? Because there's a thousand different things that you can figure out that you might like to do in food. Right now, even if you don't have a big budget, I always tell people, test it. Put up a piece of content, convert your Instagram page. Most, I'm sure most of your people are on Instagram. Convert it to either a brand or a business, a creator or a business. Run a small, maybe three bucks per day for seven days and test a couple of campaigns and see which ones come back with more results and engagement and your audience will start to talk to you and tell you what they want to see. What I really liked, I kind of want to go back to one thing that you said that earlier that really spoke to me, Melissa, and it was saying food. What do you like? And then what do you like about that? Which aspect do you like about it, right? Because maybe somebody could come and say, oh, well, I really like beauty. I like the beauty industry or I like fitness, right? So then really peeling back those layers because I like to help women get clear on their thing. People come to me with like a big mumbo jumbo of ideas. And then I love that you said that because that literally is, okay, well, what do you like about that? And then what do you like about that? And then do you see it like, because there's so many different divisions you can go through. And so what I liked is that even you peel it back those five, 10 layers, and then you're like, okay, so what you're really saying is you actually are really passionate about restaurant owners. Or you're actually yeah. really passionate about telling the stories of blank, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I love that whole strategy, which I feel like is so applicable to any business, to any idea that you have. If I like this particular topic or this thing, what do I like about that? And what do I like about that? And what do I like about that? And that helps you find your thing. That helps you get so much clarity. Yeah. That's really coming from a place of purpose and value. And it's not something that it was just superficial. Like, Oh, I like, you know, food. Oh yeah. I just like, but no, it was why that why is really what keeps you going and keeps you doing the scary stuff that grows you. Oh, for sure. 100%. And even narrowing it down. And what I mean by narrowing it down is because if you're into even fashion, maybe you like the part that about the designers versus the models. But if that's what you're passionate about, run with it. Because if you're trying to accommodate something that you're not passionate about, it's going to fizzle out. So true. Dang, that's like such good advice. So applicable to any field. So thank you so much. How can we connect with you? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, all eat, drink, AZ. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so grateful for you. If you want to keep hearing podcasts like this, nothing inspires me more than seeing that people are subscribing. So please subscribe, please leave a review and tell me what are some of the key lessons you learned and how you're going to apply this to your business. Also, can you do one more thing for me? Take a screenshot and post it. I'll definitely share it and just remember one more thing. You could be one strategy away from making it big. Hasta la próxima.
Say goodbye. Latina business couch. Say goodbye. Latina business couch.